Welcome back to the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest joining us all the way from Brazil. But first, let me just remind everyone that the 2019 Global Connected Aircraft Summit is coming up. That is June 11 through June 13 at the Hilton La Jolla Torrey Pines in San Diego, California. We've already confirmed some great new speakers this year, including the likes of Sophia Moore. She is the Vice President of Owner Experience at NetJets. We'll also have Peter Alexander, Manager of Technical Operations at Qantas, speaking for the first time this year. He's going to do a case study on their connected cockpit strategy. So uh, check out those updates and others to our latest agenda speakers that have been confirmed on our website, that is gcasummit.com. On today's episode of the podcast, we're joined by Paolo Miranda, the Chief Experience Officer at Goal Airlines, based in Rio de Janeiro. We're going to be talking to Paolo and his colleague Sue Ellen about how Goal has equipped its aircraft with connectivity, their overall connected aircraft strategy, and more about their passenger experience. So, Paolo, thanks for joining the podcast. How are you? I'm well in you, Woodrow. Doing very well, doing very well. So how about you first just give us some background about yourself and tell us, what does a chief experience officer of an airline do? Okay, uh, sounds good. So uh, my name is Paulo Miranda. I'm the chief experience officer for uh, Gold Airlines in Brazil. I've been in the airline industry for over 20 years uh, in different uh, roles and capacities. Uh, right now, my, my function is to uh, look at the experience uh, that customers have when traveling or interacting with Goal uh, since they buy, you know, from the moment that they purchase a ticket all the way through the journey uh, to the other end where they finish their, their travel and, um, you know, go on on their, their ways. Uh, I'm responsible for all of the customer surveys that we do as well, so that we can monitor how we're performing. And, uh, you know, I would say that 90% of my day is is dedicated to uh, working with other Goal colleagues on how to improve uh, what we do uh, for our customers. The other 10% is just getting ready to do the 90%. Okay, that's interesting. And where in Brazil exactly are you all located and when, where are you headquartered and where's your, your office and all that? Our headquarters is in Sao Paulo, Brazil. We're next door to the downtown uh, Congonhas Airport. Uh, you know, we, we fly uh, in most of the major airports uh, in, in Brazil. Uh, we have uh, just in general numbers about 30 Eight percent uh, market share, so we're the number one airline in Brazil. Thirty-six percent, sorry. Um, and all you know, Boeing seven three seven fleet. Uh, the company started in two thousand and one, uh, and today, uh, you know, we we carry approximately thirty five, thirty six million customers per year. I see. And where, where are some of the primary routes that you serve? And what are what would you say come some of the popular routes that your passengers are taking right now? We fly uh, over the, the entire country and other uh, international destinations as well. Uh, but I, I would say that uh, for if you think about Brazil itself, you know, uh, the the country has its population uh, relatively close to the coastline. It's a very large country, uh, but uh, it's 
spread out all over. Uh, we have uh, very dense routes in the southeast part of Brazil. Uh, we operate, for example, what we call the Air Shuttle, which is a flight between Sao Paulo to Rio. Uh, it's a 40, 45 minute flight. Um, and, you know, in that route alone, uh, we have about uh, 30 each way frequencies per day. Okay, I see. So it's, it's mostly within the region and it's an all 737 fleet. Um, and let me ask you this, you all have, you know, your position as a chief experience officer, that's really interesting. Is that a common position within the airline industry or is that something that's unique to what, what you've seen from, from your experience in the industry to, to go? It's, it's a position that's been evolving over the last several years. I would say that, you know, maybe as, as early as five years ago, you wouldn't find many of these roles around. And I think that, you know, at the end of the day, when you think of, a, of an airline and, and other business as well that we see that coming up now, uh, it's so complex and, and uh, some of the key uh, delivery areas, and, you know, for an airline, we're talking about the operations group, for example, uh, are very focused on what they do. But, you know, the link to what we do in marketing and how we sell and, and how we service customers post-flight is, is, you know, something that uh, there was an opportunity to do it better in a more cohesive manner between all of the different areas of the business. So uh, that's how this got started. And uh, we, we do a lot of uh, projects that involve many different internal stakeholders and some external and um, it's um, it's something that's been very effective for us in, in moving forward what we see as the vision that we have for customer experience and how would you say maybe in recent years you have sort of evolved your passenger experience strategy what's what are some of the elements that maybe you, you've introduced in recent years we we have several from uh, technology to new processes to new uh, interiors. So, so just, you know, to mention a couple of different examples, uh, you know, we, we did a whole project where we changed the covering for our seats from fabric to uh, synthetic leather. Uh, that's something that, you know, for, for many airlines, for us particularly, being very focused on uh, uh, highly efficient operation with low cost. Uh, it made a lot of sense uh, in terms of saving uh, weight on aircraft to more durability, to a better experience and appearance of the cabin for our customers. Uh, so that's one that's more tangible, right? Customers can easily see. We did the project for uh, in-flight connectivity and entertainment, uh, you know, the whole Wi-Fi um, that we had, you know, on, that we put on Gold's uh, fleet. Uh, we have projects in terms of uh, improving the our, our digital channels. You know, we talked about uh, new services or functions in our apps or, or sites, uh, new um, way of working different processes, uh, and, you know, new meals, uh, revamped materials for onboard service, and, and the list goes on and on. And that's interesting. You definitely hit on uh, two of our uh, favorite areas to talk about here on the podcast, and that's definitely 
in-flight yeah. entertainment and connectivity. Um, can I ask you about that? When did you all first introduce in-flight connectivity, like access to the internet, uh, just in the cabin to passengers? How long ago did you all introduce that? I, it was uh, late. I'm, I got to think of the precise date because we've been working on this project for 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 a while. I believe the first flight was in 2016, and we'll confirm quickly. Um, where you know we we got all of the necessary approvals uh, to do the install. Uh, I'm sure you're very familiar with it that, you know, installing anything on an airplane is a complex uh, matter in terms of uh, of getting all of the necessary uh, approvals and, and uh, regulatory, you know, oversight and so forth. So uh, when you talk about a system like in-flight in connectivity or, or entertainment, uh, it, it was a, a complex process overall. Uh, we did all of that starting in May of 2016 with our okay. first prototype, and then our first flight, uh, you know, commercial flight, was October 4th, 2016. Um, it was a huge success uh you know for 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 goal and for the industry um we we did the first ever uh, facebook live transmission from our ceo on that flight oh, to wow. show what the system could do oh. um and and you know we've been uh very focused on getting the whole fleet done ever since i see so your transmission is fast enough to do facebook live you know that's not really something that all the airlines can do the the internet connection isn't isn't strong enough um so so you guys are able to stream there in your cabin then yes we do have uh when, when customers fly they can choose different you know packages of of uh connectivity and uh one of them allows for streaming of movies and and you know vpn for uh business emails and everything uh the connectivity is really good uh, you can have, I, I usually test it every time I fly, uh, I and too, we right? always get, uh, you know, easily 20 plus megabytes per second in terms of the download speed. Hmm. And that's with GoGo that you all have on your airplanes? GoGo, yes. Right. And and let me ask you this. I mean, just from your perspective, and you talked about, you know, you have to go through this process, installing in the cabin and, and equipping the airplanes. But just overall, sort of once you reach that completion, how much different do you look at the passenger experience overall now that you have the Internet on the airplane? Does it like kind of open up a whole new dimension for your passenger experience strategy? It does. Um, we are, you know, we're targeting to complete our fleet by April. So April 2019, just a couple months away we'll have an entire fleet connected with the 2KU network, which is a high-speed uh, internet. So, you know, we're, we're very happy that we believe we're gonna be the first airline in the entire globe that has the whole fleet connected in high speed. And that opens up a whole new blank page as to what is it that you can do with it. You know, if, if you think about the airline industry in general over the last 100 years, We've, we see development everywhere at lightning speed. Uh, you know, the airframe improved, the engines improved a lot. 
uh, the technology for wheels, for brakes, for uh, how you dispatch aircraft, how you do fuel uh, calculations, all of that has evolved to uh, uh, to levels that I don't think anybody could have, you know, uh, did think of it a uh, hundred years ago, except in cabin experience, because in cabin experience for customers and for crew, up until now, uh, it has been an offline experience. You know, there are other uh, companies out there that do have connectivity, but I don't think it has the necessary speed for you to truly experiment and, and go out of the normal boundaries of uh, what you think that should be. So now that we have this within uh, our, our grasp, we're starting to look very uh, carefully as to what is it that we're going to do with it? How can we use that connectivity for customers and for our crew uh, to take the entire onboard uh, experience to a whole new level, to, to something that, uh, to some options that I don't think we thought of before, simply because it wasn't a possibility until short, you know, a short time ago. Yeah, and you know, what was really interesting, you mentioned earlier that um, one of the things you do is sort of the post-flight process of, uh, you know, taking a look at, at passenger experience in the, in the post-flight and, and, you know, analyzing that. Um, from a connectivity experience, how do you sort of measure that? Are you all sort of taking a look at, you know, how many passengers are actually using the internet on certain flights, uh, what they're doing, you know, kind of what influences them to use the internet? Is that is that sort of a new analytics process that you're going through now that you have this in-flight internet on board? It is. I think that, you know, we, we measure, we measure what, uh, we use NPS for our internal processes over here to figure out, you know, how, uh, our customers perceive and how much they recommend us to, you know, friends and family. Uh, and we do have a, a subcategory where we ask about in-flight entertainment and connectivity. Uh, so there, there's a couple of things in there that are very key. Uh, the first is, uh, you know, it, it's an incredible technology. It, it has uh, all of the potential that we, we talk about and all of the things that we can think of and, and don't even know what to think of yet, uh, but it's invisible. Customers don't see it because, you know, we're talking about Wi-Fi. So um, we spend quite a bit of time making sure that we can communicate that properly to our customers, that they are aware that we have that on board, that, you know, they put that in their mindset when they're uh, looking at, at a travel experience. Uh, and of course, you know, we, we being leader in this uh, in the region, we want to make sure that they choose us. Uh, that's uh, one of the key reasons. Uh, so today, you know, we looked at about uh, I would say between 35 and 40 percent of our customers are accessing the system. So we have a lot of people getting in there. Uh, but our system has three different options that you can do once you get in. You know, you can. Uh, go to the internet and, and connect. You can watch traditional IFE content, movies, series, and so forth, or you can watch live TV. We have, uh, you know, uh, some local channels that are broadcast on board uh, for, for customers uh, to be able to use. Um, 
within those, then you have different uh, experiences or different engagement rates to each one of them. Uh, we see that our corporate travelers tend to uh, enjoy quite a bit the connectivity function. Um, and, and, you know, then it varies depending on the customer profile. And we measure, we measure all the time. What is it that they're doing uh, in terms of if they're enjoying or not the, the experience? Uh, what is it that we need to look at to improve? Uh, being that uh, ease of access to the system, uh, content quality, uh, and, and, you know, we have regular reporting internal that we discuss and, and work with so that we can keep improving it. Interesting. And, you know, what, another thing for, for passengers' experience, right, when they get on the airplane, they just know they can connect to the Internet and then they're kind of off to their destination. But can you also give us sort of the, you know, just, just what you talked about there, the, 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 the airline perspective, how do you actually go about saying, okay, we're going to, you know, set this price point for this type of access and give them this type of service bundle, uh, you know, access to live streaming? What what actually goes into that decision making process to say these are the actual, you know, connected services that we're going to offer to passengers? It's it's a combination of several things. I think that you know, th there's a, a couple principles, right, and that goes to the. Uh, you know, to the mission of the airline itself and how we position and see ourselves in the market. You know, we, we internally, we strive for being the, the first airline of choice, right? We want people to choose us first. Uh, and, and at the same time, we, we want to have products that are accessible to all different profiles or, or, or customer segments. So uh, by having that as our purpose, uh, it kind of pushes into into segmenting so that we have uh, an experience on gold that if you all that you want is the lowest price, you're going to find that. Uh, but that will not include connectivity, for example. That is a segmented product that we put on board uh, for people that are interested and value that during their journeys. So, um, and then in terms of the pricing itself, how we come up with it, it's in partnership with Gogo. Uh, you know, we rely, of course, on their experience. They've been doing this for many, many years uh, and bringing their expertise and, and our insights as to what's going on in the market at the moment. Uh, we, we look into different options and we uh, create segmentation within the connectivity product itself uh, to put it on the shelf and, and uh, we go from there. I would say that, you know, of the people that connect, uh, you have an even split between people that just want it for messaging. They just want to keep in touch with family, you know, like WhatsApp. I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with it. It's huge in Brazil. Uh, it's a messaging um, system that you can use. We have another uh, third of the people that are just like uh, the basic browsing capabilities uh, so that they can go to their news and sites and base email and that type of thing. And we have the other third of people that do like uh, the more premium experience where they can download a movie, they can access uh, corporate emails via VPN, or they can do things that demand a bit more bandwidth. Right, right. And you know what's interesting about that as well? You talked about earlier your, your mobile application. 
Um, and I'm just curious about that. Is you see a lot of unique things that airlines have done once they get the connectivity, kind of connect that to their mobile app and just evolve that overall digital experience for passengers. I mean, you even have a lot of passengers today that just, you know, buy their entire ticket processes controlled digitally. They get it on an app or, or via a website. Um, can you talk about that as well? Has that also been incorporated into your connectivity strategy, your, your mobile application? We do have uh, an application app that it's, uh, you know, it, we're working very hard to make it uh, dynamic, to make it responsive, and uh, also to put it in the context of the travel uh, journey itself, right? So that it, it's uh, an app that if you're flying today and you go open the app, it kind of already goes towards the check-in phase because very likely that's what you want to do. Um, we do have several things in the pipeline that we're working towards as to how to better use it while you are on board, uh, you know, considering that we'll have connectivity. Uh, it's, it's under development, we, and, and that goes from basic functionality to, uh, you know, some of the pain points in travel for every other airline out there, which is when you have irregular operations and things like that. We want to make sure that we have a tool in our customers' hand that gives people, you know, gives themselves, gives people more control over their experience, gives them more information, and allows them to uh, choose a few things or, or, or decide uh, what they would like to do uh, directly on the app. It's all under development. It requires, you know, quite a bit of integration with some of the other systems that we have. So uh, I think that in this one, uh, our, our wishes sometimes move way faster than we can work on the list and, and get those things done. Right, right. And, and what about, um, another thing about, now that you have the connectivity on board, a lot of airlines have also been able to use that to seek out partnerships with, uh, you know, so, sort of major internet brands like Amazon, Groupon, or others. Um, have you all also explored those type of opportunities? Have you integrated any of that type of, you know, partnerships with major brands that, that want to be associated with Goal, you know, as part of your connectivity experience on board? Yes, we do. Uh, our main partner for our live TV, for example, is a, a major uh, cable and cell phone provider in Brazil uh, called Net Claro, uh, and also... Uh, Global TV, which is the the leader in in you know audience in Brazil, so those are partners that we have that are uh, our standing partners. Uh, we also have had partnerships with other brands. Uh, some car uh, manufacturers have you know partnered with us for some specific actions. Uh, Visa, the um, credit card company, has partnered. We have that ongoing right now, actually. So yes, we see that uh, for brands, it's it's a very interesting platform. Uh, if you if you are, uh, and I'll put a plug here, if you are a marketing executive from any brand, and you're looking for highly selective uh, targeted audience onboard uh, airlines, it's a, it's a great avenue to get your message out. Uh, and we would love to hear from you if you are interested in in. Uh, doing some partnership okay yeah i'm sure i'm sure everyone listening will definitely follow up on that 
Um, and let me ask you this though, Paulo, just flying around in, you know, the routes that you all fly, how is the connected experience? You, you did say that you use it every time you're on board. Is it, is it pretty seamless? Are there any routes where it's kind of uh, spotty? How, how's the overall experience? It's very good. Uh, the experience is, is uh, you know, we have it set up so it's gate to gate. So as soon as the, the aircraft pushes back from the gate, it's connected uh, all the way to the other airport when you land and you pull into the gate as well. So, uh, you know, for us, that was very important because most of our flights are under two hours. So uh, by adding the ground time, we can add a significant amount of time to the experience that customers have on board. And all through all phases of flight, we have a seamless experience. Uh, we, you know, experience high quality connectivity rates uh, in all regions that we operate. We don't see any any significant drop offs uh, in in performance. Uh, for for live TV, for example, uh, you know, because of regulatory approvals, it's set up so that when you fly and you cross the border, it automatically disconnects or connects if you're coming back into Brazil. Uh, I would say that that is uh, exactly what we were looking for in terms of performance uh, for connectivity. And so far, the results have been really good. I see. And before you leave us, Paul, I have to ask if there's one thing that you're not doing today with your onboard connectivity experience that you maybe want to do in the future, um, could you tell our audience would be really interested to hear what, what would that one thing be? That's a tough question. <laughs> um, I, I think that the biggest mission that we have now is to think beyond what we think we know about how we would like to use this uh, connectivity on board and maybe take it out and bring it out there to, uh, you know, people that might not be as uh, constrained as we are in some of the things that we think through, just because, you know, some of the greatest ideas can come from people that have nothing to do with the uh, industry uh, overall. But, but I see a lot of opportunities for social interaction, you know, uh, with people on board, but connected at the same time either between themselves or, uh, you know, in the air and, and, and people that are not. Uh, we, we joke about potentially creating, uh, you know, uh, many different uh, uh, meeting rooms or, or, or conversations or, or tools. And, and uh, we need to really now think that we have uh, a cabin that's connected uh, with a high-quality system that allows you to think about how your day, your everyday life on the ground changed with connectivity and how and what is it that we're going to do uh, with all of that now that it's on board. I mean, it was basically uh, a piece of the the journey, right, of many people where they had the quiet time. Uh, we know that that quiet time is is... Uh, not a, a reality or, or no longer will be a reality for a lot of people because you are connected, but also it brings up a whole new host of opportunities that we just have to figure out what is it that we want to go after and, and start implementing. So I think that there's a lot of potential. We just need to to start, you know, 
visualizing and, and bringing some of them into uh, your customers' hands, and and then you will uh, will see a, a takeoff of of new initiatives on board for a lot of different people. Right. Okay. Well, there you have it. Paulo Miranda, Chief Experience Officer at Goal. Thanks for joining us today on the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. Thank you so much. Again, we appreciate the opportunity. And if you come to Brazil, come fly with us. I will. I definitely will. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can get new episodes as soon as they are released. We also have some great interviews planned within the coming weeks and months that you won't want to miss. And for more information about the Global Connected Aircraft Summit coming up in June, go to GCASummit.com. We hope to see you there. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm Woodrow Bellamy III, and this has been the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast.